Hey guys, uh, if you're listening to this, I just want to give you guys a warning. Not a warning, just like a, a forewarning? No, that's not the right word. Caution? Mm, just a warning that this is a pretty sad episode. It's about one of my friends, uh, Robin Small McCarthy, who recently passed away. Um, it gets better at like maybe the five, ten minute mark. I'll write it down in the description. Um, you can skip to there if you don't want to hear me cry, but, um, yeah, today was kind of a rough day and, uh, here's what happened. Hey, it's, um, it's Friday and it's been a pretty rough day and, um, it just, I'm crying because I just found out that one of my poetry, um, teachers passed away two weeks ago and I I just don't know how to process it because sometimes you don't even realize that the people who aren't in your kind of like your direct circle of people that they exist as well well obviously like people exist um, beyond like the, the handful of people you talk to every day but it's just kind of scary that I didn't even find out until two weeks later um yeah, um, she was a really nice person, and I think it's just, I think it's hard, I think it's a hard time for everyone, but I think I owe her a lot, um, she was probably one of the people who helped me, um, start my writing journey, because writing has always been something really difficult for me and <laughs> she was um my tutor I remember my freshman year of high school hey I had this <coughs> sorry <coughs> I had this English teacher she was really uh notorious for being really rough with assignments but I was determined to do well in that class and so I asked my dad for a tutor and <clears throat> usually when you ask uh, for an English tutor, you kind of end up getting the SAT reading tutors, the ones who tell you that you have to figure out the main idea and look at the evidence. Um, but my friend Robin was really good at pushing me beyond that. Um, she really encouraged me to go into creative writing and start writing poetry. And one of the units uh, at school was poetry. And she kind of showed me poetry beyond um, what's in the high school curriculum, which is really cool because, you know, the New York City Department of Education only really tells you um, kind of like um, the Harlem Renaissance kind of poetry and Shakespeare. It's kind of like one or the other. There's really no in between. There's no modern um, kind of like more abstract forms of poetry. Um, and so she really opened up um my world to a whole new world of poetry. And I really, I have, I thank her for that. Um, I, I honestly wish I could have said thank you to her. I think that's probably why I'm sad, but I'm sorry. This is very sad. Um, I don't know. I think the reason I didn't think about it 
Um, well, actually, I, I was doing my physics homework, which I started last night with Cam, but I'm not very good at coding, so I waited for Andy to do it. And so he kind of used his code as a guide. Like, I, I'm not copying it. I just, if I get stuck, I reference his. And obviously, it's super different because I don't do, I don't code the same way he does. But I kind of see, like, his approach. And so... I was in the middle of that, and uh, my dad, who was <clears throat> her coworker, uh, they used to work at this school uh, by the postal office in Midtown called DCI, like Technical Career Institute. It, it's not open anymore, but um, my dad used to be the chair, and she was a uh, professor of writing there, and so he kind of just. Do you know, like, I, professors don't really make very much money, so he offered her uh, a tutoring position for me, and she was super nice. She would always um, just help me with whatever I was reading. I remember I was reading, like, Greek mythology, and um, it was very hard for me because I was never into uh, things like Harry Potter or... What's the one? Uh, Piercy... I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Wow, I can't even type. <laughs> um, oh, Percy Jackson. Um, and so I was never into it, so I never really had like a, a base understanding of what was going on in terms of Greek mythology. Um, so I had a really hard time in that class, but she was super helpful. And <clears throat> she was just always willing to help, and she really was such a creative free spirit. Um, and um, the world was just... She was just such a happy person. Um, she really never... She only really did things to help others, you know, um, as most people um, would see her as such. And I was never in her class, but she always, uh, she kind of made me feel more confident about writing because when I was a kid, uh, my mom actually took me out of school for a while and I was at risk of um, being taken out of the gifted class. And uh, the main reason being my lack of uh understanding of English and uh English is my first language but um I, I didn't pick it up as fast as other kids <laughs> because I would always travel between China and New York um but I was always insecure and the teachers in elementary school would always um tell me to write in a journal and they would say, like, oh, you're bad at writing because you don't write every day. And I think looking back, that is true, but it was just such a tedious thing. And it just, it, being told that I'm not good at writing constantly just made me feel very insecure about my writing. But Robin really helped me um, kind of find, like, a more creative, non-academic non uh, structure of writing which I really enjoyed. And in my freshman year, when we had that poetry kind of, uh, when we studied poetry in high school, we actually had a competition. And I <clears throat> did submit some of my poetry to, um, I think, some Korean society competition. As my teacher uh, was Korean at the time, and she really loved poetry, and so she would always like post contest stuff for us to do just for fun, and I would always submit, but I never won. But my greatest accomplishment was um, a poem I wrote with Robin. Uh, I remember writing it 
in the basement of uh, TCI. I think it's now called Turo College, um, but it, it's no longer run by the same people. But I remember sitting in the basement um, and just going through words, kind of like uh, throwing words back and forth, uh, just really coming up with something that I was proud of. Um, and so I honestly would say that that is a poem I wrote with her. And uh, that is a poem that actually got me to the top of the class in terms of poetry. And uh, my teacher had a competition within the class and I won. And it was with that poem. And I don't, I really haven't written much poetry since. But every time I think of poetry, I think of Robin. And I'm just, it's just kind of hard when someone's no longer there. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry. This is very sad. Um, I, I don't mean for this to be sad. I just, I think the moral <laughs> that I've learned today is that you should always keep up with people who have helped you in life. And even if you are no longer very close to them, Always be thankful and always show your thankfulness because sometimes you can you can't even say thank you anymore. Um, I remember she moved to Louisiana, and that is why we kind of stopped talking um, because she couldn't tutor me over anymore because she was moving. Um, and then I think she uh, met her fiance in Louisiana, and uh, I remember. I followed her on Instagram and I looked it up today and her Instagram still exists. It's still an account, but, um, she used to post every day and I, I kind of just took that for granted whenever I was scrolling and be like, Oh, it's Robin taking a selfie. Oh, it's Robin with her fiance. Oh, it's Robin eating something. And I think something about, Something about someone not posting, you don't really notice it, but you kind of notice when someone does post. So I guess I just completely didn't notice that she wasn't posting since like end of November. And I I don't, I just kind of feel guilty in that I never commented on those posts. I always just liked them and kept scrolling. I remember <laughs> that every time I saw one of those posts, uh, they would have one or two likes. And so I would always be sure to like them, but I, I never left a message and I feel like I should have left a message. But yes, um, she passed away from COVID two weeks ago and I never got to say goodbye. <laughs> But for the rest of my writing career, I really hope I go back into poetry just as a tribute to her because as a tribute to her because I just really enjoyed the time I shared with her writing poetry. It will probably be a little bit hard for me to write poetry for a while, but I think going forwards, I do want to continue to write. Um, Right now, 
I think I'm stuck in the everyday rhythm and I, I don't really get to sit back and think about what I'm thankful for, uh, which I usually try to implement by kind of writing it on the top of my planner page every day. But I haven't been doing that. And I think that would make me feel infinitely better um, is to be thankful for the people around me. And for the time I shared with them, I think quality time is something that's very important to me. And I'm sure you guys also uh, would agree with that. Um, I'm kind of a person who you uh, appreciate because of the amount of time you spend with me. I wouldn't say I'm needy, but I guess I'm needy in that aspect in that I really find joy and I build my connections with people based on how much time and how much quality time I spend with them. Um, but yes, Robin was a very kind person. She was a talented writer and, um, she is someone who has always inspired me to be more creative when it comes to writing and to take more risks and to really expose myself to more, uh, text and culture, um, because there's so much in the world and there's so much that you can express to the world, um, so for that, I just want to tell Robin, thank you. Um, I just wish I could say it to her and I wish you could say something back to me. But, um, <laughs> but this is, that is life. Um, and it's just sad sometimes, but I think it's important to take what's sad and be, and reflect on it and just be thankful that you shared the time and you shared the experience and you shared the joy and the laughter and to uh, kind of move on and not move on and forget, certainly not, but move on and just be grateful. Um, I know today was kind of sad. Um, but I, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope you guys, I don't know, just, I, I can't tell you to do anything, but just, I think, be more aware of the people that exist in your life, even if they're not um, in your everyday life, you know. Uh, try to stay connected with people, um, even though it's really hard. Like, even staying connected with my close friends is hard. Um, for instance, um, I think Andy, Eugene, and I, agreed to work together on homework at 8.30. It is 10.30 and no one has reached out to me. Um, I have sent at least like five messages, um, but that's okay. There are other, I, I've, I spoke to Kim and I spoke to Senna and I talked to, oh, of all people, I talked to Jack Cecil. Um, today I had that Solar Decathlon meeting and it was okay. Um, I wouldn't say it was like, super productive, but I was so sleep deprived. I slept at eight and I woke up at nine to go to class and I sat for like 30 minutes and then I, I just couldn't. Um, so then I laid in bed, obviously with the class on speaker. Um, and then I think Professor Wooten ended class early and then Professor Luchtenberg actually canceled his class. So we only really had one of the actual four hours planned of class but uh, for some reason I was still exhausted and I had a shift uh, from one to five 
in the presentation with the design partners from two to three. And I feel like all of my contributions were kind of like subpar. I, I don't think I contributed anything very useful. Um, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it because I did the work um, and the progress at least is there's momentum. Um, I noticed that some people, some of the team leads are really negative, And I think that's why sometimes the team gets stuck. I think you have to be very um, optimistic if you are trying to lead a bunch of people. Um, for instance, someone, uh, two of the team leads um, are just sitting around and they're like, oh, I want to help, but I don't know how to help. And then I'll go, well, okay, how about this? You know, you started this last semester. Why don't you pick up where you left off? They're like, no, we don't have the numbers, so we can't do it. And honestly, that is, I see the the reason why they would say that and the tendency to want to say that, but I think if you want progress, you just have to overlook every tiny detail and you can't get stuck on them. Um, you just have to go, okay, well, if I don't have those numbers, why don't I take the estimate? Why don't I just Google the estimate e energy load for a multi-use mixed family building? You know, why don't, why don't they just, I don't know. So uh, I got to the point where I ended up doing the Google part, like the Googling for them, doing all the searches and just giving them the papers to read. Like at that point, I read the paper and now I'm just giving it to you to read it. Um, I don't mean to sound angry, I just, <laughs> this is not a day to be angry, but I just think that for a project to be successful and to have momentum requires an optimistic kind of view on the project, because if you want to get stuck, you will get stuck, you know, and if you want to make progress, you will make progress. So I actually have a bunch of work uh, in I have set for today and tomorrow and it's 10, but realistically I slept like, I slept from like six to seven and I slept from 11 to one. So I don't think I've gotten much sleep, but I, I also just want to push through and really just try to get things done. I think it will make me feel better. I think talking to my friends will make me feel better, but a lot of them are busy. Um, like, I can tell they're busy because they won't respond to me on Messenger or if I send them something on Instagram, they're just, um, they're like not responding to it. Or um, one of my friends actually taught me this and I don't think I wish, I wish I could go back in time and plug my ears and not know this. Um, but uh, apparently on Snapchat, when you go in the Snap map, the time that is next to their name actually indicates the last time they were active. I didn't know this because I'm, I'm not like one to like look at people's locations. Um, but now I kind of use it as a gauge of who's busy and who's not. And so when I can see someone's like in a different location, I'm like, okay, maybe they're doing something. I, I won't talk to them or I won't bother them. Um, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I really wish I didn't learn it. Honestly, at this point, I should delete Snapchat. Um, I don't really talk to anyone on it except for Senna and Olivia. And usually we just send silly, silly selfies. Um, so maybe for that reason, I'll keep it just because it brings me joy to see them. Um, but yeah, I think if you're having a hard day, you should just take it slow. Um, it's okay to take things slow. <laughs>
because some things are sad and it's okay to be sad about them. What amazes me though is that Simon and Senna both have this ability to reason out crying. Um, and what I mean by that is if they want to cry, they'll make logic to themselves as to why they shouldn't cry and then they'll just stop crying. Um, I think I'm just a very emotional person. And so even if I tell myself not to cry, I'm still going to cry. <laughs> and I will cry about things that aren't even directly related to me that are sad. Um, I think when I found out one of my friend's parents passed away, I think I cried for like two days. Um, and I met them once. <laughs> I know that sounds like absolutely insane, but I think the sadness is not towards someone who I knew someone that's gone I think the sadness is uh my understanding of the fact that they're gone I know that didn't make sense but I don't know how to phrase it yeah sometimes I'm not very good at phrasing things when I'm sad oh also sometimes I cry for no reason and I think it's just like before my period um I'm sure you guys can maybe relate to this um I don't know it'll be so stupid <laughs> it will be like it will be like oh this person didn't respond to me um that means they hate me and that means they don't want me in their life and then I'll cry about that and that's just like me jumping to conclusions or but but you know I think I can give myself credit and say that sometimes you only jump to conclusions when the evidence kind of points you in that direction um so I don't know. When my friends don't respond, sometimes I get hurt by it, but I know now that it's because they're busy and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I have work, but I think talking through it, talking through this with you guys actually kind of helped me um, process some things. Um, I feel a little bit better, and I'll probably still be sad. Um, I think when I'm sad... I usually really like hanging out with my friends uh, just to remind myself that life is good and that there are good people in life and that not everything is terrible because when you get in your own head, you kind of steer that direction. But I think having good friends keeps you from insanity. Um, I think I'll maybe talk to you guys tomorrow. I probably will, and I'll probably feel better tomorrow because I'll get some homework assignments out of the way, and I'll get some lectures out of the way. I did miss today's lecture, so I'll have to watch that. Um, all right, I'll talk to you later, but thank you for listening. Um, I promise I'm not sad still by the time I put this up. Um, yeah, I, I won't be super sad, but there will be a, a spot in my heart that It'll take a little while to heal. Um, all right, guys. I'll see you later.